Magic for normies. Hey everybody, what's up? It's magic for normies. Welcome to our coming holiday at you live. party. Yes. yes, we are. We're coming at you live. I'm. Oh, and you got snow on the stream. Yay! I've got snow. I've got Christmas lights. I've got oh, decorations. I, I, I have a Christmas tree here that I decorated earlier today. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm totally ready for this Christmas party. Um, hey, right. friends, welcome. Hey, hey Colin. Everybody. Hey, Baltian, what's up? Um, y'all know me, I'm Pixie Kitten, and y'all know Zuby. This is Magic with Zuby. Yo, 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 it's Zuby in the house. <laughs> what's up, Zuby? I love your holiday hat. It, it's yes. good. Yes, I was just saying right before we go live, like, this would be the kind of hat Peggy Bundy would wear in Married with Children. It is. I love the cheetah pattern on the Santa hat. It's like, it's like, <laughs> hey, I'm Santa, but I'm classy. I'm fabulous. I'm All so right. fabulous. Hi, I, I actually oh, have up, a... Thank you for the oh, follow. Oh, thanks for the follow. Willie G. I actually have a uh, Yoda Star Wars hat, Santa Claus hat, with, with Yoda ears and all that, but I could Love not find it. it anywhere. Oh, shoot. That would have been so cute. I know. I uh, Hopefully I can find it like before Christmas. I don't know. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Hey, Pack Pack Fever. Hey, Data Storm. Hey, everybody. Yeah. What's up? Hey, thanks for yo, hanging out. Yo, yo, it's... Oh, oh! I I noticed your thing in the background. Meowie Xmas to you all. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a cat theme because I'm mm, Pixie Kitten. Hey, and you have like this this leopard print going on. So we're oh, just keeping up with the cat thing. That's right. That's right. I love all, it. all I need for is uh, one of my cats to jump up and join me. <gasps> I can't wait! I can't wait! I can't It'll wait! It'll probably be Prim because she's been all over me today, like Aww. insanely all over me. Oh, she loves you. She just loves you. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. It's a little bit too much. You're <laughs> being smothered. You're being smothered with love. Sometimes. Sometimes. Pack rack fever. I don't get it. You mean you don't get the meowy Christmas? Meow. It's like what a cat would say. Like instead of Merry Christmas, <laughs> meowy Christmas. Baltan, when you think class, you think leopard print. <laughs> I know I do. I know I do. So, yeah, heck yeah, that's nice. Um, so yeah, we have a really fun um podcast planned for y'all tonight. We're going to um th this is the this is the last Magic Four Normies of this year of twenty twenty. Yes. So yes. um yeah, we're just kind of doing our end of year uh sort of wrap up episode and um yeah holiday party so we're partying hard um i have my little bit of my favorite beverage here i'm i'm partying tonight <laughs> i'm not really partying i've got water you know what the water's great everybody needs yeah. water like you would die without it so that's wonderful sure. very true yeah i haven't had a drink in i don't know how long now okay well it's fine too. You know what? You don't need to have a drink to celebrate. You can celebrate with water or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I just haven't bought anything in like, I don't even remember the last time I, we bought any alcohol. I don't know. We're just not big into buying it. Yeah. And all that. Yeah. And that's, you know, totally fine. 
Save it for a special occasion if you want, or for never. That's fine, too. Data Storm, I just had hot cocoa with chips ahoy. Wow. Mm, that sounds good. Yeah, that does sound good. Um. So, yeah, Love Dev is already starting with the perfect for the holidays puns, the cat oh, puns. Oh, the puns. But, but hey, Lev, thank you for being here. <laughs> yes, Cats thank don't you. understand Christmas. Okay, I'm going to 100% disagree with you, Efren. My cat understands Christmas perfectly. She climbs yeah. up the Christmas tree. She loves it. She's in love with my Christmas tree. It's her soulmate, okay? So she understands Christmas just fine. Oh, and, and my black cat, Katniss, understands it just fine. She mm-hmm. she lives underneath the Christmas tree until we take it down. Oh, does she really? Oh, That's she, she will, like, she will not leave it. I mean, Aww. of course, you know, to, like, go sleep, or, you know, to go eat and, yeah. you know, kitty litter and all that. But she'll be there every the entire time. That's where she just wants to chill. Yeah, it's just there. underneath the tree. She probably feels like she's like outside and she's like, I'm an outside cat. I'm living my best life. I'm here like under a tree doing my thing. I she, like she likes to think she's an outside cat. Well, that's fine. Do it. <laughs> you do you, girl. Do it. So, hey, oh, whoa. Okay. We got a hat flip going on over here. We got a hat I flip. Tried. Going on. I tried. It's okay. You didn't succeed, but it's fine. Um, so let's start with our current news or announcements. Um, what do you have going on, Zuby? God, not much. Um, as far as like anything magic related, um, or otherwise, even that. I mean, yeah, we did uh, experience a little bit of a tragedy in the family last week, and mm-hmm. it was um something a little bit unexpected and you know mm. we're working through that yes um very sorry to hear about that and we did miss you, you but you know perfectly acceptable to take time off when you need to that's what you yeah do. no and i've definitely needed it um other than that it's just i i would have thought work would have been a little bit slowed down this month mm-hmm. holy crap <laughs> slowed down at all oh no oh my god and I've only got one more day left of work left for the year, and I'm gonna try to do nothing. Awesome. I mean, I mean, if my boss is watching, I'm doing everything. I'm working so hard. Does your boss watch Magic for Normies? Well, he knows about my podcasts. Okay. So is just he- in case. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if he if he's watching this, hi Zuby's boss. What's up? <laughs> That's all. Hey, That's it. That's all um, I've got. Other than that, like as far as magic goes, yep. um, I'm actively working trying to sell my collection. Okay. Wow. That's a big thing right there. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I'm still keeping all my EDH stuff. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm not getting rid of any of that. It's just gotcha. everything else. It's getting to be too much. All of the extra bulk that you don't do anything with pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Just um, that's a huge task, though, but I think it's going to feel really great once yeah, you've gotten I can't rid wait. of it. I can't wait to get yeah. rid of it. Um, and then other than that, I mean, I, I see it's in your notes, too. Um, yeah. It looks like we both got a holiday card from watching. Oh, you know, I did. didn't even 
Shoot, I don't I don't have mine with me. It's in my binder over somewhere. Zoe. Oh, it's over there. Okay, I'll show it. I'll show everybody. <laughs> I'm terrible. Um, yeah, it's the it's the Wizards of the Coast holiday card. That's what I was gonna talk about. It's pretty much the only thing I've had going on lately. Um, it's really cool. If y'all haven't seen it, it's called Top Deck the Halls. Lev, I saw that you got one too. That is awesome. Oh, awesome. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So, um I Wizard sends these out to content creators. I don't I don't know how they pick and choose or yeah. what. I it just shows up. But um because we got one last year. That mm-hmm. was my first time ever getting one last that, year. That was my first one too. Yep. And and it's just really cool because I know it's like a special oh, yeah. card and it's, you know, imprinted and it says Happy Holidays 2020. So, yeah, it's just really neat. It it's it feels really special, and I appreciate it. So, yeah, I was happy to receive I know. that. I love it. Anyone who's anyone gets these cards. Oh, I guess we're well, someone. Well, let me do the flick of the hat. Of course we are. I mean, <laughs> we do have this really popular podcast called Magic mm-hmm. for Normies. Mm-hmm. You may have heard of us. Yeah. If you're here, <laughs> you definitely have. So there's that. Um, yeah, yes. I, I haven't really had anything going on. I haven't, I haven't done too much lately. I mean, I had my, um, tree decorating stream earlier this afternoon where I decorated yes. my tree with my patrons and Twitch subs names. So that was really fun. Um, but and then you've been playing some EDH too on stream with oh, some I, people. I have played some EDH on stream with a couple of people. Um, I what was played, it last night you did? Yes, last oh. night I played with Commander 99, and that was really fun. And I played my uh, Maronar deck, my Rats Tribal deck. And, and spoilers, I won. Oh, dang. I know, right? Like, how? I don't know how. I'm, I'm pretty sure people just think I'm not a threat for like a really long time until it's just too late and then I am a threat and I don't know they just like kill off each other and somehow I win it's I'm fine with that I mean it's fun those are some of the best ways to win when you play a non-assuming deck yeah 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 exactly (laughs) so and then I played um this past Saturday evening I played with um it was because of the blood feud it's true um, I played with the Spike Feeders on Saturday night, and that was really fun. I played, I think I played Alenda. I played Alenda. Didn't I play Alenda? Did I don't think I saw that stream at all, actually. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know if you, I, I didn't even know you streamed until you told me. Um, yeah. Because with the Spike Feeders, right? Yes, with the Spike Feeders. Oh my gosh, I can't remember what deck I played. I'm pretty sure it was Alenda. It was either Alenda or Corvold. It was Alenda. Okay, thank you, Baltan. Baltan was there. It was Alenda. And I won that game too, so more spoilers. Um, but that was really fun because I've been working on both of those decks and um, upgrading cards in those. So it was really nice to kind of see that pay off. And then I ended up winning, so. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And my Elena is pretty much vampire tribal, so tribals and more tribals. Oh, that's right. The vampire was 
the one vamp, the vampire, the cordial vampire, I think it's the cordial vampire that you tap five untapped vampires and it oh, gains yeah. control of yeah. target creature. Yeah. Ooh, that's, that's, gross. that's nice. Oh, is it gross? gross. Oh. No, I mean, gross as in good. So gross and so good. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been playing a little bit of EDH lately, but yeah, that's. That's about it for me as far as what I've had going on. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been... God. I just feel like I've been working so much. Yeah. I can't believe it. Like Christmas is next week, and then oh, it's God, pretty much the end of the year. And It's like this year has been both simultaneously long and short. Yeah. And, and like I know it feels like that almost every year as you get older, like years go by quick and all that but Mm -hmm. this year especially has just been it's been an insane year it's been so weird it's so weird um oh and ball sand just reminded me last thursday we did an edh for normies and we played edh then too and i think i played corvold yeah i've been playing a lot of edh lately um so talking about next year Kaldheim previews have been coming out already. Oh, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I can't believe that. I think it comes out at the end of January or something. The either end of January or beginning of February. The I very think. beginning of February, maybe. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. So, um, I haven't looked at, like, the very newest previews that have come out, but do you want to look at the cards that have been released so sure. far? Okay. Are you looking on the Wizards website, or are you going yeah, somewhere Yeah, we else? could go to Scryfall. Do you want to go to Scryfall? All right, let me go there. <laughs> I streamed earlier today, so I feel like I'm already, like, losing my voice. Because it's loud. Um, hold on one second. Let's get our screen share going on. It's Zuby right. right now. So, hey, Zuby, what's up? <laughs> okay. So, we are going to look at these on Scryfall. And I'm going to remove this chat box so we can see the cards. Okay. Have you looked at any of these yet, Zuby? Um, I've looked at a few. Like, I looked at the god one, the Halvar god of battle. And yeah, um, I think, like, the red dwarf one, too. That, that That's really yeah. been about it. Like, I haven't seen a lot of these. Um, have you seen the new Kaya Planeswalker? I saw the art, if that counts. <laughs> the art <laughs> is really, think. really good. So there's yeah, that. I, I, um, I really like the full art one. Yeah. So th- this is a really good card. Kaya the Inexorable. Um, okay. So she costs three, a white, and a black. She comes in with five loyalty. If you plus one her, it says put a ghost form counter on up to one target non-token creature it gains when this creature dies or is put into exile return it to its owner's hand and create a one one white spirit creature token with flying so that's pretty much kaya's ghost form on a planeswalker so you put ghost form counter up to one target non-token gains it drives exile or, or or is put into exile. Right. Um return it to owner's hand and create a one one 
Ooh. Yeah, so you know the card Kaya's ghost form, right? It's an enchantment yeah. aura. And it says, when this creature oh, dies, oh. return it to its owner's hand. I don't oh, think it dang. creates a spirit. No, I don't think not. I don't think normally it does. Yeah. But Ooh, that is really. But that's good. what her plus one does. It is really good, right? Like that is so good. Or even that, put into exile. Oh my gosh! So, so that'd be really good in like your Alenda deck mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, or, or even any kind of like Tasa sack. Oh my gosh! Deck. Yep. Yep. Holy crap! Yeah. Um, so her minus three is exile target non-land permanent. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad. It get you can easily get rid of something Anything, the moment you put it down. Except for land. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then her minus seven, you get an emblem with at the beginning of your upkeep, you may cast a legendary spell from your hand, from your graveyard, or from among cards you own in exile without paying its mana cost. Holy crap. Like, oh, it's a what? legendary spell, though. Okay. Yeah, it's a legendary spell. So that's. So, so there's at least some downside to it. Yeah. But honestly. But it's still like, really good. Right. Like, the plus one is super good, and the minus three is super good. This is an overall really good Orzov Planeswalker. Yeah. Holy crap. I'm, I'm really happy with it. I think it looks good. Oh, Lev just mentioned, like, using her. Kai's ghost form with adventure creatures. Yeah, that's good. Goes back to your hands. You get to you get to do their adventure again. Oh. Well, are there any good? Well, there's the murderous rider. Yeah. There's mm. also that. There's a couple of white ones. Yeah, Giant there, killer. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's a few other black ones too. Ooh, yeah, that wouldn't be bad. Even if you do something like Abzan. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. have some of the good green ones. Yep. Do legendary creatures count as a legendary spell? I mean, I think yes, right? So you may cast a legendary... Yeah, it would. A legendary legendary spell. So a legendary creature. Oh, so this would also be the... um, the the cards from Dominaria where they have like legendary sorceries or something or legendary instants. Stuff like that. Where you can only cast it if you have a legendary creature out. Mm. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Wow, she's really good. I mean, holy crap! Yeah, yeah. she's good. She's real good. Plus, she looks really freaking cool. I mean, yeah, amazing. I'm I'm very happy with that card, and I love Orzov. So that's great. Oh, um, you know, you yeah. know what? Um, for our next episode, because we got to figure out the schedule for the next uh, episode, or maybe mm-hmm. we wait until after Kaldheim is out. We got to look over our our predictions again. Oh, come back to those, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll wait until Caldheim's completely spoiled. For yeah, when we do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, have you noticed these showcase border cards? Oh, I love it! I They're love the show. So good! They're so freaking good. Like they got the Halver God of Battle one, the Magda oh Grace and Outlet oh Outlaw. My gosh. I love these showcase borders. Like, there's Is there any so, other ones that have? I the... think those are the only two so far that have been previewed. Okay. Yeah. Um, Data Storm was saying Kroxa and Uro get nasty with her. With with uh, Kaya. Well, oh, wait a second. So. 
you can hmm well so i guess when you get it to escape and then if it were to die it'll just go back to your hand and then you just cast it again but then it'll, it'll die again because mm-hmm. it'll escape or, oh when know. you ultimate her Oh, 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 when he ultimate, oh. Without paying his mana cost. That is gross. Oh. Okay, let's ban this card. No, let's play it with (laughs) Kroxa. Let's play it with Kroxa. That would be good. Holy crap. Let's look at these cards that have the showcase, the showcase frame. So Halvar, God of Battle. I actually haven't looked at this one yet. This one looks badass. So he's a two double white legendary creature god. Four, four. Creatures you control that are enchanted or equipped have double strike. Holy crap. So you know how I was talking about Voltron decks before? Yes. In, in Discord, mm-hmm. where it's just all auras and equipment and all that? Mm-hmm. That right there, having this as your commander, just that first part, is yeah. amazing. Double at the strike beginning, is really yeah. nice. Yeah. At the beginning of each combat, you may attach target aura or equipment attached to a creature you control to target creature you control. So you can basically oh, wow. move stuff around at the beginning of each combat. That's awesome. Mm. So let's say, oh, I don't want, I don't want this creature. You know, you know, I, I don't, I don't really want Halvar, God of Battle. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, he flips. Yeah, he flips into Sword of the Realms for one and a white. Mm. Um, so it, it's a modal face double card, just mm-hmm. like we saw in Zendikar Rising. So we have the choice. Yep. Um, so it's a legendary artifact equipment. Equipped creature gets plus two, plus so has and has vigilance. Pretty awesome. Yeah. And whenever equipped creature dies, return it to its owner's hand. Even oh. awesomer. Wow. Yeah, that's really <laughs> good. And it's a cheap equip cost too. Just one and a white. I like that art too. That looks awesome. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it, that that card is awesome. I love it. Let's look at the. Um, a dwarf one with the showcase frame. Magda, Brazen Outlaw. I love that. I love that art. Like The art when, is so good. Like when I compare, like I like Halver's Norse like showcase art, but the Magna one looks, I don't know, to me way better. Maybe yes. Because the dragon in the back I or something. I love it. The dragon is so good. I just love this style this is done in I, that'd be a cool tattoo to have something like that you know oh gosh that would be extremely detailed but yeah i'm sure it would look amazing wow so um this one is a dwarf berserker uh it's a two one other dwarves you control get plus one plus zero so i guess we're doing dwarf tribal whenever a, whenever a dwarf you control becomes tapped create a treasure token that's pretty nice Sacrifice five treasures. Search your library for an artifact or dragon card. Put that card onto the battlefield, then shuffle your library. That's insane. That's nice. I like that. That's really good. Yeah. And and that makes Dockside Extortionist really freaking good with this card. Oh, is that a door? No, that's a goblin. It's a goblin, but but it makes treasures. Yes, that's, yes, it does. Um, yeah, Seven Dwarves. Yeah, for sure. You want to play that with this? Yeah, it looks so Ooh, cool. I just yeah. love, I just love the art on this one. On the Yeah, dude, one. I really, I, heck, I just want the card for the art. <laughs> no, I know, right? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm really excited. Have you seen, uh, Rampage of the Valkyries, the Orzhov Enchantment? No. 
I have not. Um, so it's an enchantment. It costs three white and a black. When Rampage of the Valkyries enters the battlefield, create a 4-4 white angel token with flying and vigilance. Whenever an angel you control dies, each other player sacrifices a creature. Ooh, and there's a lot of ways to make um I love angels. It. Yeah, too. there's 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 angel support out there for sure. Oh yeah. There is. Hi Kiryu, what's up? Hey. Hey Kiryu. Hi. Um I really like this. I want to do Angel Tribal and listen, I want to make my Lisa deck, okay? I want to make my Lisa EDH deck. Do it then. Okay, but I have to get a Lisa first, though. <laughs> you haven't opened one up yet. No, I haven't. I guess I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do it through Card Sphere because I haven't opened one, and I opened an entire box. Oh yeah, that's right. That's, that's okay. Right. It happens. Um, I don't know. Have Have you seen any of these other cards? I guess I really haven't that much. Um, Did you? Yeah. Did you see that they're doing like the flip lands again? Yeah, they're they're finishing the cycle for the flip. Okay, so it's the rest of them. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the rest of the colors. So that's um, cool. I I like these flip lands. Like I'll be honest. I mean, I know they're not the strongest lands and all that, but. I think it's something as far as casual goes. and Yeah, like they don't enter tapped and you have the option to pick yeah. one color or the other. Like, I think they're pretty good. Yeah, for sure. And they help you with the color fixing. Exactly. You know? It's great. Yeah, I like it. Oh, here's one more um, that I haven't seen with the showcase frame. It's uh, Saroff. Realm Eater, a legendary wolf. So it's a one black and a green legendary creature wolf. Whenever a permanent and opponent controls is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, put a 1-1 counter on Sauroth, Realm Eater. (laughs) At the beginning of your upkeep, if this has one or more 1-1 counters on it, you may remove all of them. If you do exile each other non-land permanent, we convert a mana cost less than or equal to the number of counters removed. This what? Whoa! Wait oh, a second. Dang. Wait a second. What? If it so, has a counter, you may remove all of them. If you do if, remove all of them, exile each other non-land permanent with converted mana cost less than or equal to the number of counters. Oh, remove okay. So you this can way. choose how many to remove. Yeah, well, you may remove all of them. Well, no, no, I think oh, it's... Oh, you can uh, only remove all of them, but it has yeah. to be as many as what you want to get one. rid of. Yeah. Okay. So if you remove one counter from it, you exile each permanent that costs one mana or less. Gotcha. Okay, so wow. Even, so even zero costs mana, including tokens and stuff mm, like that. Oh. If you remove all of them, no matter what all of them is. Yeah. Whew, oh, okay, man, I'm is... gonna get it. I'm gonna get it eventually. Don't you worry. Oh, and it doesn't exile itself because it exile each other non-land permanent. Okay, cool. So it has protection from itself. Whew. Oh my god. I'm trying to understand. It, it is a bit confusing, but the, the one card I see that could be really good paired with this would be Dictate of Erebos. Whenever you sack something, each other person has to sack a creature. Mm. 
and that so that way you're just getting more one one counters on this thing. Yeah, gotcha. Board wiping. Well, oh, while only gross. a permanent on opponent controls being put into a graveyard. Oh well, yeah, yeah, that yeah. yeah that's what I'm saying. Dictate yeah. of Erebos. Gotcha. Like it, as soon as you sack one of your creatures, everyone else has to sack something. So, but this would get rid of all of your own creatures too, potentially, yeah. just not itself. Exactly. Yeah. Huh. But maybe, but but maybe you'd want something to where that's why I think you'd want a sack outlet to where you can uh-huh. kill all your creatures instead of exiling them. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That way you have ways of getting it back. Okay. Yeah, you want some graveyard recursion with this thing. Yeah, for sure. All right. Okay. Oh, and Le- and Lev made a good uh comment. It gets bigger by opponent's fetch land. Ooh, that is true. Because it's, any it's not just creatures, it's any permanent. Yeah. And it is exile, not just destroy. You're exiling yeah, that is all really of them. Good. Okay. Wow. I don't know if I'm smart enough to play that card, honestly. Yeah, there's gonna be some people that are gonna figure out ways to abuse the crap out of that and I'm sure. I'll be interested in seeing that and sit back and then cry as someone mm. plays it against me. Yeah. Um, let's look at Giant's Grass because somebody mentioned that in chat. First of all, I just want to look at this art. Where's Giant's Grass? It's a blue enchantment aura. It costs two colorless. Oh, here we go. Blue and a blue. Enchant Giant you control because apparently giants are a thing. When Giant's Grasp enters the battlefield, gain control of target non-land permanent for as long as Giant's Grasp remains on the battlefield. I love the art of, of that. It's, and I love the flavor text, it's too. It's so funny. It's so funny. Behave and you'll be a fine pet. Bite me in your ammunition. It's Flinging a bear. It. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, I love that flavor text. It's great. Yeah, it is great. Baltan, so you're saying I should build Sarolf. I mean... No. Ball's hand. Yeah, you should, because I'm I can't. I'm not mentally capable of doing it. Baltan's the worst. <gasps> Baltan is not the worst. Baltan's the He's best. not at all. He's not at all. Just when he plays Seraph, he's the worst. That it's not even a card yet, though. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, so I mean that that's pretty much Kaldheim. I mean, we usually do more of a review. Um yeah, when when there's a lot when more cards. When there's more but... cards out, yeah. So I don't think we'll go over a ton of them tonight. Um, yeah. But yeah, like they're already previewing stuff and it doesn't come out till February. So, oh, here it's we gonna go. It's going to be here before we know it. It's true. It's true. It really is. Um, I'm excited, though. I'm really excited for the sets that are coming out this next year. Oh, my gosh. Yes. They did reveal the Commander Precon Legendaries 2. Oh, they did? Did they now? Oh. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I didn't see that either. Um, yeah, I'll definitely have to check that out. So, um, let's let us move on to our next topic, which is we're going to be we have actually a lot of things to talk about. All of our end of year picks. So Yes. 
We're going to go through all of our favorite things from 2020 because yes, 2020 sucked. Yes, it was a terrible year. Yes, we all want to forget it. But we're going to try not to dwell on that. And we're going to look back on 2020 and think about what were some of our favorite things from 2020. So first things first. Our favorite Magic the Gathering set from 2020. Yes. Well, you want to start with your first one? Sure. So I have two. two yeah, we favorites. both have two. Yeah. So uh, my first favorite set from the year uh, 2020 is Jumpstart. So good. Which I really, really liked and I really enjoyed. Um, and I, I was... I had some trouble getting a box of Jumpstart when it first came out. They were, like, really hard to get. But I eventually got one, and I have played it a handful of times, and it's really fun. Like, it's really fun. I really like it. it. It's super casual. It's a great way for normies to play Magic. You don't have to do anything but open the packs. You don't have to look for lands. You don't have to think about it. You just play it. Um, and I really like it. I think it's a really fun product. And um, there are actually some good cards in it, too. Oh yeah. So yeah, Jumpstart was my was my first favorite set. My other favorite set was Commander Legends. Um obviously. I mean I think that goes without <laughs> saying, right? Like everybody has loved Commander Legends. Oh, we had so much fun playing the sealed of it and there's so many good cards in it. Yeah. It's it's great. It has just been such a great set. And it like because 2020 is the year of staying home. I feel like EDH has really kind of picked up. I mean, it has for me personally. Yeah. I never played it before. And because everybody's, you know, able to play virtually now, it's, I feel like it's really grown. And then for Commander Legends to come out this year more towards the end of the year, it's, it's just been great. So, um, yeah, it's had so many amazing cards. I just love it. It's a great set. I hope that they do more, but maybe like not too often so it doesn't become like super commonplace. Yeah, maybe something similar like Conspiracy where it's like every three years or something like that. Yeah, that would be good for sure. Something Uh, like that. Yeah, and and Colin wants revenge against the cat-horse combination that I played. And I mean, you can try, Colin, but I'll probably just win again. Yeah, I've got... I've got six more packs left. That's all I got left. I've been saving some packs too. So I I did have 12, but I opened six of them because I needed some booster therapy. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) We all need that sometimes. We really do. Um, So what have your favorite sets been from the year? So my first favorite set of the year was Ikoria. And that probably shouldn't come to any surprise with some people who know me especially because of the whole godzilla Mm tie-in and i love godzilla i've seen every single godzilla movie multiple times yeah um so that whole tie-in and i love the mutate mechanic like that has been like one of my all-time favorite mechanics they've ever made yeah it's super complicated like don't (laughs) get me wrong like playing it on arena super easy but then when you when you play it on paper, you're like, oh, shit. What yeah. is this all <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I love the giant monsters. I, it, It's many of the monsters. The humans part, man. Yeah, yeah. I like that, um, like, 
I'm not trying to interrupt you, but I really did not care for Ikoria at all. But I really like that they do like this vastly different thing. They really try to do something very different with every set. And I'm totally okay with a set coming out that there is a group of people who absolutely love it and it's their favorite set, even though I don't. Like, I think that's good. I think that's great. So I'm I'm glad you enjoyed it. I felt that way about Zendikar Rising. Like, as much as I like Zendikar Rising as a set and all that, and like how it could be fun to draft and all that, it's... If it never came out, I'd be okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so my second favorite set, very similar to yours, actually, the very same as yours, Commander Legends. Yes, oh my gosh. Of course. I I it I that has been it, it took my love of my two favorite formats, limited and commander, and just mash it into one. And how could I not love that? Yeah. You know? It's really fun. I wish I could booster draft Commander Legends. Like, I really want to booster draft it. But Sealed is just as good, though. Yeah. I mean, since, you know, it's not safe to play Magic in person yeah. right now, it would be super fun to booster draft it. But but Sealed has been really fun, too. Like, really oh, yeah. fun. And I agree with it's- you. Like, I kind of prefer booster drafting to building a Sealed deck. But it, it, it was great. I enjoyed it immensely. Yeah, so those are my two favorite sets. And what did I say? Freaking Prim is coming over here. Come on, <gasps> here Primmy. Here she comes. Nope, she's like, nope. Now now you don't want to come over here. All day, you've been laying on top of my keyboard. She's, <laughs> she, she's like, you know what? I'll be there on my own terms. Okay. She, she, she knows I'm on camera and she's like, no. No, I'm she's good. shy. She's camera shy. <laughs> okay, so favorite Magic the Gathering sets of the year. That's what that was. Let's move on to our favorite Magic the Gathering cards of the year. So Yes, and I have pictures of them. Oh, you do have pictures. And we we Oh I see her. I see her. Hi, Prim. Uh, Oh, Prim. Yeah. Freaking of course. Hi, there she is. Just she just wants pets and love. Of course she does. There she is. What a sweetie. Oh, my gosh. I Look love her. her. She's like, nope, let me go. She's like, uh-uh. No, she she's like, I'll, I want to be petted, but don't you pick me up. Okay, don't do kitty, it. come on. Come on, kitty. Come on. Go oh, go down. There you go. Sweet <laughs> I love her so much, okay? I love her, too. You can have her. No, okay, you can't. thank you. Wait. No. What? No take backs. No take backs. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yes okay. okay so we each picked a handful of cards favorite cards from the year because like hundreds of cards came out this year so oh my gosh yeah it's kind of hard to narrow down but here we go i really tried oh, oh hold on i need to share my screen don't i yes please that if you probably... don't mind that would probably really help eh okay mm-hmm. so i i didn't get them in the same order that um oh that's fine you put them in so yeah. Okay, so these are mine first. Yes. So yeah, yeah, we're doing yours first. Okay, so I tried to pick cards that weren't... I tried to sort of go outside of my comfort zone, even though I really didn't, let's be honest. Okay, so this is this is one of my favorites from the year, the Ozolith. I really like this card. So it's interesting, it's and card. 
With Ikoria having all of the weird counters, it just kind of fits. And even outside of Ikoria, like, there are plus one, plus one counters are, like, always a thing. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, this was one of my favorite cards of the year. Whenever a creature you, you control leaves a battlefield, if it had counters on it, put those counters on the Ozolith. At the beginning of combat, if the Ozolith has counters on it, you may put all of those counters on the target creature. So, I have this in my Alenda deck, so... I haven't been able to do this in my Alanda deck, but it's there for me to do someday. You'll you'll get to do it one day. Yeah. So this was one of my picks, the Ozolith. I like it. It's neat. It's weird. And I don't usually like artifacts. So here we are with a legendary artifact. Are you ready for the next one? Yeah. This is a cool card. Okay, my next one is Massacre Worm. This is such a nasty card. It is. Um, three black, black, black. It's a six, five. When it enters the battlefield, creatures your opponents control get minus two, minus two until end of turn. Whenever a creature an opponent controls dies, that player loses two life. Oh my gosh. It's just so fun. Do you have this on any of your decks right now? No, I do not. I don't think I have a physical paper copy of this. Oh, okay. But I should because it's so good. And you can get it at cardsphere.com. You sure can. <laughs> All right, you ready for the next one? Yeah. All right. Okay. I was surprised at this one. Okay, so this is a rando one. Um, I think this is actually a reprint, isn't it? I don't know. To I'm be pretty honest. sure it is. So Tavern Swindler. Um, it is the 2-2 human rogue where you can tap it, pay three life, flip a coin. If you win the flip, you gain six life. Listen, it's just weird, it's silly, and it's random, and it's wild, and it's chaotic, and I love it. And I want to build a chaos deck, and I want this card to be in it. I want to build it. a whole flip the things, flip flip coins things deck. Do it, that'd be fun. Yeah, it would be fun, right? So, yeah, that's why I picked this one. I just like it. It's not really very good in anything, but I still love it. I love her. She's just, she's cool. No, it is a good card. Yeah. Um, Especially if you have a certain vampire <gasps> on a your hand. A certain oh. vampire. We we shall not name names. Oh, um, but, or maybe we shall. Or oh, maybe we shall. Maybe we shall. It is Vito, Thorn of the Dusk Rose. Oh, I love Vito. He is Alenda's thorn, and I love that flavor. Um, Yeah, so Vito mm. says whenever you gain life, target opponent loses that much life. Pay three black black Lord. creatures you control. Gain lifelink until end of turn. Yes, go Vito. Go do your thing. Drain everybody. I love it. Do you, you do you have Vito in any of your decks? I do. Alenda? I do. I have Vito and Alenda. Yes. Okay. Or, or have you thought about doing like a, just a mono black Vito deck? Um. Of course I have. <laughs> Are you kidding? But like I want to, I I really want to branch out and build things that are not the same exact thing as everything else I have. I got you. So I like I you. haven't done it. I'm pretty sure I have Vito in a couple of my decks. Maybe I only have a Minelinda. But okay. yeah, I I I'm trying to branch out. Okay. Yeah. Trying. Keyword here. <laughs> Freaking cat. She's just staring me down. Oh, pet her. Give her I a little scratch been. on the head. She wants some love. 
Look at her. Oh, what a sweetheart. Okay, my next card is Woe Strider. I love this card. It's it is a really so good card. Good. Yeah, it's so, so, so good. Um, it costs two and a black. It's a three, two. When it's Woe... a bit of a pattern, though. I know. Gosh. When Woe Strider enters the battlefield, create a zero one white goat creature token. Sacrifice another creature and scry one. So it's it's a sack outlet and it can come back like forever unless it gets exiled. Yeah, or until you get the new Kaya ghost plane or the, the Kaya yes. planeswalker. Yes. And then you just start bringing it back from exile. Right. Boom. There you go. It can never, never die. Woe Strider, never die. Just keep being you, Woe Strider. I, and I love you. Sacrifice things. Card. I love sacrifice it. them goats. Yeah, I like sacrificing. Oh, here's another one. Okay, do we continue to see the pattern? Croxa. I really a like Croxa. This one's slightly different. It uh, is. It costs a black and a red. When it enters the battlefield, sacrifice unless it escaped. Whenever Croxa enters the battlefield or attacks, each opponent discards a card. Then each opponent who didn't discard a non-land card this way loses three life. So my favorite things are sacrifice and discard. And you say control is bad. I know. Discard's worse than control, in my opinion. Why? Because at least with control, you get a chance to play your cards. With discard, you have no, you don't have an option. Isn't it better just to know it isn't going to happen rather than just to be like tricked and be like, oh, I'm going to try this. And then I like giving people uh -uh. hope and taking it away. no, that's worse. <laughs> that is worse. Okay. Is it? Is yes. It? False Whatever. hope. Way worse. Anyways, I love Croxa. It is a good card. Okay, this is this is one of my other um rando ones. Okay, listen. This is a good card. This is a fun card. So, Valakut Exploration, two and a red enchantment with Landfall. Whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, exile the top card of your library. You may play that card for as long as it remains exiled. At the beginning of your end step, if there are cards exiled with Valakut Exploration, put them in their owner's graveyard, then Valakut Exploration deals that much damage to each opponent. So if you're playing a landfall deck, you can just like see lots of cards and you get to play lots of extra things pretty much. No, it is a good card. It's a and great plus, card. E- even if you don't get to play them, you get to deal some damage to people. Exactly. You get to deal some damage. So yeah, that one is one of my favorites. I think it's fun. I think that is the last one. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't have any others. Those are my favorite cards of the year from Magic the Gathering. And... Oops. I picked some stuff. It's okay. I picked some stuff from Ikoria. So, haha, I didn't you did. completely hate that set. I only mildly hated that set. Only mildly. Yeah, no big deal. Fine. All right. So, what have All you right, got? Well, let me share my screen again. I didn't realize it would cut it off. Um, are we back on the. Mm hmm. Are we back on showing it? Yeah. Like. Scratching my nose because it itches. <laughs> um, yep. All right. Yeah. All right. So my first favorite card of 2020 is slowly becoming one of my favorite commander decks. Otrini the Ever Playful. Okay. The From the Commander 2020 set, the legendary creature Nightmare Beast, you can mutate it 
And then this has trample to 6-6 six, six whenever this deals combat damage to a player. Return target creature card with mutate from your graveyard to your hand. Interesting. Super fun commander. Hmm. Let me like I know the I know the other Sultai commander, mutate commander, I think is better, the Brokos or whatever, but I like Otrini more. Yeah. I have this precon. I should I yeah. mean, I should try it, because it seems fun. I you like should. graveyard stuff. It is, it's fun. It's a yeah. lot of fun. Got potential for sure. I'm surprised this didn't make your list here, Pixie. <gasps> I know. Faultish Shadow Cat Familiar. Um I haven't even played this card yet, and I do plan on making this a partner commander. Mm -hmm. But first, it's amazing. Commanders you control have Medicine Death Touch, and it's a 2-2, and it's so cute. cute. And you can have it lead your army, or have it be a pet. Yep. And I have played that in our sealed game as my commander, and it was so good. It was just like the most legit. Terrible. Terrible. It was so good. Like, I destroyed all of you. You did. You completely wrecked all it of us. It wasn't even close. I'm going to be honest. I know. <laughs> you wrecked us. I even oh held my. back. I want you to know. Like, I did. Oh, dang. I did. Oh, dang. Yeah. Are you sure you're not secretly a spike? I'm not. I just accidentally built a really good freaking deck one time. Like, what happened? I don't know. Next one is Rograk. Oh. Son of Rogah. So good. The zero cost kabold. He he will lead the the army into battle with his pet kitty. Yeah. With first strike menace trample and partner. So I amazing. It. I love and I it. I love the art. It's so cute. <laughs> Strength is relative. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. You just pump go. him up a bunch. Just go, Rograk. Just do it. Yeah. I want to. Ma- I want to make him like into a D and D character too with a pet cat. <gasps> so I cute. Do it. Uh-oh. All right. Next up is Shark Typhoon. We've lost your we've lost your screen. Oh no. Hold on. Let me um sorry about that. Technical difficulties. Here let we me go. share let me share the screen instead of There the it app- is. Okay, we there got we it. Go. I'm sharing the display instead of the application now. So hopefully okay. it's better. Well, I don't know what that was, but oh well. Okay. So next up is Shark Typhoon. Yeah. Um, I mean Sharknado, and then whenever you cast a non-creature spell, you create a XX blue shark creature with flying. Ugh. I mean, how is that's amazing? Zuby, why? Because it's amazing. Okay. Flying sharks. I mean, shark come on. Typhoon. And you can even cycle it and get another shark with flying. Uh-huh. You know, I think I had this card in um, a fling deck that I was playing. Don't know why. Yeah, it's good, though. Okay. You should, you should like... Oh, Pixie, this card went up in price, too. It's like 15 bucks a pop. The Shark now. Typhoon? Yeah. Oh, dang. Wow. I know, love right? It, huh? Okay. Next up is... Mm. How could I... I, I this is like probably one of my favorite cards from M twenty one Fiery Emancipation. It's good and went right into Torbran. Mm. If a source you control would deal damage to that permanent player, deals triple that damage to that permanent yeah. player instead. I do not oh want to play against your Torbran deck, please. No, thank Have, you. You've never played against it. Oh, you will. I Trust think me. I. I- 
think maybe I have once, but I don't want to play against it ever. You will. Why? I mean, it's at least games will go fast, unlike Grand Arbiter. Okay, maybe again, maybe maybe with it against my Alenda deck, it has a lot of life gain. Sure. Maybe that's a good matchup. Yeah, we'll that'd see. be fun. We can try it sometime. Yeah. Okay. Next up, Nightmare Shepherd. I this wanted was... to pick this one, but I saw it on your list, so, so I didn't. So I picked this one mainly because of Baltan, who helped me win that Command Fest match when I played Ayara. And oh. got a bunch of haters in chat because of it. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> this is such a good card. I So what, what helped me kill off like two players right away was I had, well, like 14 devotion out, play Gary, do, you know, 15 devotion damage, Gary. sack Gary, bring Gary back. Do it, Gary. Do your worst. I mean, oh, love it, Gary. Why didn't I put Gary on my list? He 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 was released this year. I mean, I know he's a reprint, but yeah, damn, forgot about Gary. I'm sorry, Gary, buddy. It's okay. It's okay. The Nightmare Gary Shepherd is so good, though. I love this it card. Is. I love this card. Yeah. It's in any kind of sack, even not just like sacking, right? Yeah. If you're ju- just in general, yeah. You know, you your creatures just, are gonna die. That's what people yeah. do. They kill your stuff. Yeah, and especially if you have some good ETB effects, it's yep. great. Oh, it's so good. Next one. All right. I what? love this card. Ruin Crab. Oh my god. Zuby. <laughs> hey, you had a theme, I got a theme. All right. Yeah, your theme is it, gross. My theme is misery, I think. Yes, uh, it is. <laughs> Whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, each opponent mills three cards. I love it. You're evil. Love. You're evil, Zuby. I know. I know. <laughs> Zuby I'm, I'm, is bad. I, I'm, I'm still planning on making a mill deck for EDH one day. Ugh. Okay, so I'm gonna need to I'm gonna need to build a deck that wants stuff in the graveyard to bring back to play against your mill deck. I'll make sure I exile your graveyard. No! <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Um. What are we going to say? Oh, Ashaya, Soul of the Wild. Ooh, yeah. This is a good one. I mean, how could I not pick this one after I built that meme deck with, like, the 50 forests? You did. And, yeah. And, I mean, it's not a good deck, but it's fun as hell to play. Just ramp up a bunch, then turn my forest into creatures yeah i mean it's not a bad deck that's for sure it's fun it's a fun deck um and i love that this creature finally became its own card instead of a token from nissa oh oh yeah because this was a creature that nissa created okay i don't know and 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 there's planeswalker cards of her that create a shia but only as a token Mm. gotcha that's cool and, oh, I think that's it. That's my last one. <gasps> that's it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, those are our picks for the year. Yeah. Lots no, of they're, cards. They're some good picks, too. Like, yeah. I, I I think both you and I, we were talking, like, we kind of struggled at first. Yeah. Because there was nothing off the top of my head that really told me yeah I, I love these cards until i started actually looking at all the sets exactly and then i was like oh wow i've picked like way too many let me narrow this down <laughs> right yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. So that was favorite MTG cards of 2020. I'm so looking forward to 2021 though. Like I just can't even stop. I'm so excited about it. Um, so, oh, I know. so that brings us to our next topic. 2021 Magic the Gathering predictions. Yeah, so these are going to be predictions that are um, you know, sort of personal predictions and then predictions for, like, magic in general. Yeah. Um, so why don't we start off with your predictions? <laughs> okay. So my predictions are pretty uh, basic, basic AF. So I'm predicting that... I will have that a set will be released in 2021 that will be my personal favorite set of Magic the Gathering ever. I bet I know what set it is. What set? You couldn't possibly know because I don't even know. The Dungeons and Dragons one. Oh, the Dungeons and Dragons one. I mean, I think that's going to be a good one for sure. But I am just, I'm so looking forward to all of the sets. Honestly, like literally all of them sound really fun. But yeah, maybe the Innistrad Vampires one. Yeah, I I was going to say, like, I figured it'd be the Innistrad Vampires one. But what about the Werewolves one? I mean, yeah, that that, that sounds cool as well. But like vampires are kind of my thing, right? Oh, no, I know. I know. I know. Yeah. I mean, like legitimately every set that was announced for 2021 sound really good to me. And it's hard to like (laughs) kind of rank them. I mean, I mean, you already know what my favorite set's going to be. Yeah, um, D&D. Yeah, but it's it's like after that, I, I think for me. Like, my second favorites will be the Innistrad ones, because I love mm-hmm. Innistrad. I'm so like, looking forward to it. I loved original Innistrad. I loved Shadows over Innistrad yeah. so much. It was so good. And I didn't play when any of those were, like, the newest release oh, set. Oh, that's right. So this would be my first Innistrad. This would be your first one. Oh, my God. We definitely, definitely have to play some Sealed. <gasps> yeah, for, of course. Oh, my gosh, because... Like, like every single Innistrad set that I've played, the limited environment has been so good. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's good so. to know. I'm I'm super excited. So one of my 2021 predictions is that my personal favorite Magic the Gathering set ever will be released in this year, which obviously isn't really that far-fetched. Um, my other prediction, I am predicting right now that in the year 2021, Magic for Normies will get a preview card. That's it. I've said it. We will. It's happening. We've actually been kind of trying behind the scenes. Well, of course. We've been trying behind the scenes and it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. But but my prediction right now is that we will get a preview card for this podcast in the year 2021. And it's going to be glorious. And I'm just going to sort of like will it into existence. So right. I'm just I'm just saying it's going to happen. And then it will happen. Um, Efren, okay. they'll be offered one and turn it down because it's unpaid. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, please, no. We're not getting into that discussion here. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to discuss. I don't want to talk about that. No. Should we, though? No, no, no. 
No. Okay. Okay. We're not going to talk about it. So no. those are my <laughs> predictions for 2021. <laughs> what about you, Zuby? Freaking Efren. Um. So my first prediction is the best Magic the Gathering set of all time will be released in 2021. Of all time? I'm saying it, it's going to break records left and right, and it's going to shatter, you know, barriers and the glass ceiling and <gasps> all that stuff. The glass ceiling? <laughs> and that is the Dungeons and Dragons Magic the Gathering set. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I think it's going to be pretty good, so... It's yeah. gonna be maybe so. amazing. Gonna be oh amazing. my god! If all right, wizards, if you're listening, if I don't get a preview card for D and D, for for everybody listening, I'm doing the the two eyes thing <laughs> to the camera. All right, I'm watching you. <laughs> We're watching you. And, and if we don't get a preview card for like Innistrad two, especially for Pixie, all right. Yeah. We'll, we'll just go play Legends of Runeterra. Sure. Or... And also we'll play Hearthstone because we already love World of Warcraft. Yeah. Boom. Shh. <laughs> just kidding. We, we really won't. So, yeah, not really. Yeah. Um, I mean, we would love a preview card, but we're not going to like throw a hissy fit and leave the game because we're just not like that. And we won't cry about it on Twitter. Um, But anyways... I was going to say more, but I'm going to stop. <laughs> Not that it matters. I mean, come on. So my other prediction, and I know this is probably not going to happen, but I, I would love for this to happen, though, because it is one of my all-time favorite video game properties, and it happens to be the 35th anniversary of the Legend of Zelda series next year Ooh, in 2021. Wow, that's exciting. So, so how awesome would it be if Watsy and Nintendo teamed up and did a secret layer of Legend of Zelda? That would be so freaking cool. I, I would. Oh, my God. Like, I you would just lose it. I would completely lose. It. I wouldn't even play the cards. They they'd go on my Zelda shrine. I don't yes. know. Like my, my Zelda shrine over <gasps> there. You see it? The Zelda shrine. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> You would get like all the play mats, all the art prints, oh, yeah. all of it, all of it. That would be amazing. That's that your prediction. Be... Like you really think that's going to happen? It 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 possibly could cuz and it would be perfect too to celebrate Zelda's 35th anniversary next yeah. year. Yeah. Why not with the secret layer? It'd make them a Why ton not? of money both of them. I mean, they did a Walking Dead secret lair. Like, why not? This this would be yeah, this right? makes like way more sense than that. Who cares about Walking Dead? No one watches that. All right, you know. Is it even still on? Uh, maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. No, but that would be really freaking cool. So if that happens, I'm down with that. <gasps> All equipment from Zelda. Shield, Ooh. sword, ocarina, bow. Legend of Zelda mechanically unique secret layer. I I wouldn't even care about that. I I'd, I'd buy it. I'm sorry, but Watsy, you would. I'd throw 
all my money at you. Throw please, my wallet at you. Please don't make any more mechanically unique secret layers because I just don't want to see the Twitter disaster about it. I know. It's... I mean, I say I, I wouldn't like it, but I mean, I, I would buy If it was a Legend of Zelda one, I, I'd have to buy it. I'm sorry. Straight up. I, I'd have to. Straight up. Straight up. That would be really cool. I would probably get that, too. Um, yeah. yeah. Those are so, my predictions. So those are our predictions. So we're going to come back to this at the end of 2021, and we're either yes. going to be like, we're so freaking smart, or we're going to be like, we're idiots. Like, what were we thinking? Like, like oh, I really hope not, because... Our, both of our predictions are like Innistrad will be your favorite, D and D will be my favorite. Let's hope they're really good, right? Right. Otherwise, like, how disappointed <laughs> are we going to be if it's like, okay, Innistrad Vampires was terrible? <laughs> oh God, don't ever do a D and D set ever again, Watsy. No, I don't want that. To, <laughs> I don't want no. that to be true. No, I don't either. Make an entire set of Seb McKinnon. I totally agree with that. Like, can Seb McKinnon do all of the art in an entire set? <gasps> in in the um, Vampires one? The Innistrad Vampires one? Would that be cool? Heck, I, I want to see some Seb McKinnon Islands. Ooh, that would be interesting. That'd be <gasps> awesome. Wiley Becker, too. I totally, I'm down with that for sure. Yes. I'm I'm just trying to be really positive about 2021 and we're just putting positive energy out there into the universe and we are just hoping for the best. Yep. It's got to be a better year. It's got to. It's got to. All we can do. Okay, so let's talk about this has nothing to do with Magic the Gathering, but that's okay because we have a life outside of Magic the Gathering. Surprise, y'all. We do. Surprise. Yeah, oh. we do. Yeah, we do. Favorite video games of the year 2020. So. And there were some good video games out this year. There really were. And, I, you know, it's a good thing because it's the year of staying home and social distancing. Um, yeah. So for me, my favorite video games, I picked two. These are very different video games. Uh, my first favorite video game of 2020 is Animal Crossing New Horizons because... Obviously, it's amazing if you've oh my played gosh, it. Yes. Um, it came out. When did it come out? Like March or March? April or something? No, I think it was March. Yeah. Like right at the beginning of the pandemic. Yes, it did. And I have never played an Animal Crossing game before. So it was my first Animal Crossing. And I tell you what, like, I love this game. I still play it, it so like good. every single day. It is so good. Like, it is the most relaxing, chill video game. I love it. It's just it's just my favorite. Like, I love it. It's just the best. Um, I feel like people have sort of dropped off from it some. And, like, that's okay. That's, that's fine. If it's not a long-term yeah. video game for you, that's fine. But I love it. Like, the changing of all the seasons, all the, all the, um... All the Christmas stuff is out right now, and there's, like, snow on the ground. I need to check it out. I haven't checked it out, honestly, since it's um, so cute. Since it's, Halloween. Um, it's so freaking cute right now. It's so freaking cute. Like, you have to see it. I love it. It, it, it was. It's been such a... It, it, <sighs> it was such a good game this year. It, and just like you, I'd never played Animal Crossing either. And just... Oh. Um, I got hooked instantly. I originally bought it for my kids, and then I'm like, 
no, I'm playing this now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just a good game for staying home and not really having anything else to do and just chilling. Yeah. So that was that was one of my favorite video games of the year. And my other favorite video game of 2020, on the completely opposite side of that, is The Last of Us 2, which... I still need to play it. Um, I want to play it so bad. I love... Why, why haven't you? Like, what is stopping you? I, I can explain it when it's my turn. Okay. So... I, it's in my radar. It's in my purview. So I... So, okay. So I did not play the original The Last of Us. I what? watched my husband play it. So I didn't, like, physically play it, but I watched him play it, so I've seen the entire gameplay of the okay, first so game. You know, so you know the whole story. Exactly. Okay, okay. So, okay, that's fine. And I really fell in love with it then because it is like watching a movie. Like, it's like it's an interactive movie. And it's yeah. so good. And um, I actually did pick it up after he played through. I picked it up. I don't, I don't think I ended up playing through the entire thing because I'd already seen it. But yeah. um, I did play it some. But, like, I was so looking forward to The Last of Us 2 coming out because I love the original one so much. Like, I love Ellie so much. She, I hated the I hated the first 10 minutes of Last of Us 1. Worst opening ever. But, I mean, that's why it's so good because it makes you feel things, like, deep in it your soul. It broke me down. Okay, so as a father of two daughters, it broke me down. <laughs> but it makes you feel... Feel things, and that's what's so good about it. I mean, it I, I it get so what you're saying. So, like, if you yeah. if you don't want to feel that, that's okay. But like, I I just really liked that it was super emotional. It was like really interactive. So I was looking I was looking forward to The Last of Us two for so long, and it got postponed and stuff. Which these things happen. Um, yeah. But yeah, oh my gosh, like. It is so good. I almost like it better than the first one. You you beat it, right? I did. I did. So would you... The, one of the complaints I heard about the game, and let me know if this Tell is me. true or not, where it feels like it drags on. At no. some, like it feels it's Wrong. too long. Wrong. They, nope. No? Mm -mm. So it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's too long. It feels like it's the right... Honestly, it felt kind of short to me. Okay, okay. But I did have a lot of anticipation, and, um, like, I played it really hardcore. Okay, okay. Well, I got my wisdom teeth removed. Oh, I remember Right that, yeah. before it came out. <laughs> so I was, like, home laying on the couch for, like, an entire week, and that's when I played it a lot. Like, a lot. Um, but... It did not drag out. Like I will fight the person who said that. Like, it was physically. some. It, it was like a review I read. Like, okay, when it, I'm gonna look that up and I'm gonna I find who that was. was. Well, I'm gonna Google search it. I'll find it. <laughs> um, and I'm gonna just like we're gonna tweet bomb them. Yeah, definitely. I'm. She got her teeth pulled so she could be in pain like the characters. That's not yeah, wrong. Yeah, I not literally wrong. know nothing about this game, the second one. Um, I don't know what happens in it. Um, so, please play it. Please I'm play it. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm 
getting there. I'm getting if, there. It's if 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 Shadowlands hadn't come out this year, I'd probably have been played it already. Um, Shadowlands came out way after The Last of Us too, so that is not a valid excuse. I have one, sort of, not really. You don't. You don't. So anybody who has played The Last of Us 2, just please message me and tell me all about your feelings of this game. And I just want to talk about it with you because yeah, and I, I literally am in love with a video game and it's The Last of Us 2. And no, no spoilers, please. I no, know no nothing spoilers. about it. No, yeah, I'm not I, giving you spoilers. I just yeah. I'm just saying I, I, I plan on playing loved it. it. Okay, well, do so do play it. So I guess I'll stop talking about The Last of Us 2. What are your favorite video games of the year? So, wow. <laughs> so I'll, I'll I'll start off with Animal Crossing first because we already talked about that. Um, so good. Look, such a good game. Yeah. Um, I, d- I definitely didn't spend as much time in it as you have. Um, but I'm also kind of at a point now where my island is pretty much all built up except for maybe a few spots. And I just don't know what else to do in the game. Mm. Like, the only things I really have left are like the fishing, you know, the scuba diving and the and the bug collecting um, to finish up those. And then I I don't have much else. Yeah. After that. Well, I mean, with every season, there's new stuff that comes out. There's like new powers and stuff. But I mean, essentially that. Yeah, I mean, I get that. It's when you're done, you're done. It's fine. Yeah, it's like, don't get me wrong, like, I love the game. I, I almost kind of wish, because I enjoyed, my favorite part of the game was just building everything, right? Mm-hmm. Just designing it all. Like, that's my favorite. Yeah. But now that I'm kind of done designing it, I'm kind of like, I don't know what to do now. Yeah. Um, and, and I kind of wish there was, like, DLC that would, I don't know, give you extra stuff to build or something. You know what I mean? I mean, you could start over, like, if you really wanted to. I don't want to. I love my neighbor. You know how long I took to build that? Yeah, I know. I would never start over either. And and plus, I have some personal stuff on there, too. Um, Like, like I I built this whole memorial. I remember. I've seen it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, I I wouldn't want to get rid of that and all that. So, so the the next game I'm going to talk about, um, I'm going to save my number one for last. Okay. Um, Next game I want to talk about is Ghosts of Tsushima. Yeah. How was oh, that? Oh, my God. If you are a fan of anything samurai related, like if you love samurai films mm-hmm. and um, samurai shows, samurai culture and all that, this game is freaking amazing. It mm. is. It is. um. I will say the gameplay can be a little repetitive at times, especially near the end of the game mm. um, in terms of like the gameplay loop of what you got to do to get stuff done. But um, the, the whole combat system is amazing with the sword fighting. Um, the story was amazing. Um, mm. It's like I said, it, it's nothing groundbreaking, but it's it's your sort of traditional um, samurai story. Cool. And um, it's, and it was just great just great yeah. i can't explain anymore like if you love anything relating to samurai culture this game is for you it is yeah. amazing um, I, I heard the story was good and i wondered about that one so yeah story story like made me cry and all <gasps> that it just it was so good i have to play uh, it. i have to play it okay i have to play it um 
And, and I will say the game, the game is hard too. Like, oh, shoot. Well, well, you can put it on easy, but okay. I will say even it being on easy can be a little bit hard because I, I like what they do where you have to learn different sword fighting styles and you can die really quickly because they tried to make it as, um, you know, ac accurate. Real? It, it, real in, in a sense, especially near the beginning, like near the beginning of the game, you're going to die a lot because it's because mm. it's it's hard to master all the weapon fighting and mm. um, you have to be precise in it. But once you get the <laughs> hang of it, it it's fun. Um, like if that doesn't interest you, if it's too hard, then I'd probably just watch like a YouTube video of um just the story. Oh, and all that it was I, so yeah, good. you could probably watch that yeah. yeah i don't like i i don't like difficult video games like when i play a video game like even the last of us like i played it on story mode and i still struggled sometimes i mean i'm not playing a game to like be tortured i, I like yeah, i, I know, want I to play mean. a game to see the story so i don't know no i know what you mean i yeah. know what you mean um, so that was Ghost of Tsushima and that game, I did everything you could in that game and oh. I got addicted to it. Like, wow. Just sit down there for hours. And plus the scenery is gorgeous because mm. they, they tried to recreate, um, this island in Japan as closely as they could. Cool. And, um, it's gorgeous. Mm. Um, so my, my next game that I'm going to talk about, my all time favorite game of this year yes. was a game that. I'd been waiting for just like you for a long time because it was announced a long time ago. Yes. Um, Final Fantasy VII remake. Okay, but it's a remake though. No, it's it, it is, but it is a completely different game. Oh, okay. Is so, it? So yes. Oh. So I I I will preface this in saying that. If you have never played the original, there's going to be certain parts of this remake that are not going to click as much to you. Um, I, I don't want to get into spoiler territory sure. with yeah. this because um, I, I will say that it's it, it is very similar to the original game, but it is completely different at the same time. Okay. Um, and it was the most amazing RPG experience I've had in like a couple years. Mm, um, wow. It was great from start to finish. Um, everything amazing about the game. Um, and even if I, I, like I said, I feel like for people who've never played the original, they're probably not going to be into it as much. Yeah. But it's still really like the voice acting is on, on top. Like um, the, the, the lady who does the voice of Aerith, her name's Brianna White, and she's got her own YouTube channel and all that. And cool. she is like the most wholesome gamer you can ever find. She just, it, it's amazing. You, you need to check her out. Um, okay. Cool. But um, it's been, it, it was great game. Like, even though it's only, what is it? The game took me about 50, 60 hours to beat. Mm. Um. And it's only like part one of the game. Oh, um, it was amazing from start to finish. And I I'm going to be replaying that game again. Wow. OK, yeah. sure. 
I've never played any Final Fantasy games. I've, I've just never gotten into them. But I mean, I know they have such a huge following. People love them. So yeah, and and each one is different too. Like each one's got their own set cast of characters and all that. Like right. some of the games do have sequels, but mm-hmm. like each numbered game is a standalone game. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's fun. Yeah, those um, are our favorite games. I'm I'm just so glad that so many good video games came out this year because we know, needed right? them, didn't we? Oh my gosh, neither of us said Shadowlands. Oh yeah, I mean really I like Shadowlands, sad. but I feel like it's still a little bit too early for the game. Yeah, and Be- like and like I just think of it in a whole as like World of Warcraft, and that didn't come out this year. So yeah, I mean the expansion so far has been good. Yeah. Like I've been enjoying it, but. Yeah. Um, I, I will say I, I only really play it on the weekends though right now because I don't have a whole lot of time during the week to play it. Yeah. Um, so. I still don't have my character leveled to 60 yet because... You haven't got to 60 yet? Mm-mm. No, I was playing a lot, but then like once Sweet Kitty got sick and we yeah. had to put her down, I kind of just stopped playing. I don't know why. Like she didn't have anything to do with it, but... No, I know what you mean. I just kind of got really down and I just didn't want to play. I've kind of felt the same way um, since last week when, like, I've been having a hard time focusing on trying to play a game lately. Yeah, yeah, it it happens. And then, like, next week is Christmas, so I'm just going to be busy and have family stuff going on. But I won't be working, so maybe I'll have some time to play and just chill and and True. get to level 60 finally. I mean, I'm level right. 57, so I'm close. Do it. Just do it. I know I need to do it. I need to. Um, so let's talk about again, not magic related, our favorite movies and shows from 2020. I I, I will st- st- or state that neither of us picked any movies. We didn't. It's just shows. There were no movies that came out this year. <laughs> I mean, well, there were, but... Yeah. I mean, I think the only movie I watched that actually came out this year was Emma, but it was, like, released on Amazon Prime, and I really loved it. But... D- I mean... Did you not watch Mulan, or...? Oh, I did, but remember, I didn't like it. No, no, I, I know, I know, but... Yeah, I forgot about that one. But I would not put that on this list because I was like severely oh, yeah. disappointed in that movie. I'm sorry. No, even though I enjoyed it, it's I wouldn't put it on my list either. Yeah. Um. So favorite television shows of 2020. My favorite shows. I have two. Uh, my first favorite show is The Queen's Gambit on Netflix. It is still on Netflix right now. If you haven't watched it, you should watch it. It was really, it, really it was good. good. Um. I. Uh, I did not want to watch that when it was first, like, advertised on Netflix because I was just like, oh, this is going to be lame. This is just about some girl and she's, like, trying to make it in a man's world because it was, like, set in the 40s or something and she was, like, playing chess. that's what it seemed like, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it seemed like. And I was like, I don't want to see this shit because I live it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But that's not what it was. Yeah. Like, at all. So it was really good just kind of character story just about the character. And obviously, I don't want to say any spoilers. But 
Um, I really loved it. Like, I was so surprised. I, I really enjoyed the entire show. Like, from start to finish, I loved it. I was very happy it, with it. The acting in that show was, like, on top. Like, I can't think so of... Because, you know, in every show, you know, you can always pick out, like, the actor or actress that isn't that great and all that. And you didn't have a good performance. But I can't think of a single actor in here that didn't seem like they were doing their best. You know what I mean? Like, it just weren't so good. on their game. And, like, what about that kid from Love Actually? What kid from Love Actually? Benny? Huh? What's what's Love Actually? Or Kid from Love Hold Actually. Hold up! You don't know the movie Love Actually? Maybe? It's a Christmas oh. movie! Wait, what the hell? I watch it every action? year! Like, <gasps> okay, stop. Oh my god, have Everybody I never stop. seen this? Everybody stop. Everybody stop. You don't know the movie? <laughs> you I don't think I've ever seen Christmas. this movie. Oh my god. Zoe, you can't be on a Christmas show without having seen Love Actually. Efren's saying it in chat. It's got Liam Neeson in it, Hugh Grant. Kira Knightley? Rick Kira Knight- from The Walking Dead? <laughs> oh no, I'm canceled. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, yes, F. F in chat because Zuby's never seen Love Actually. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so I just want to say to you, if you can... Watch this movie with your wife. It's a really, just really good, wholesome Christmas movie. But it's not, like, super Christmassy. Um, okay. But, like, seriously, watch it. It's so good. It's a classic. Like, I watch it every single year. Oh, they say it's on Hulu. Can I watch it on Hulu? Is it? I have it on disc, so What's that's that? how I watch it. I know, right? What is that? That's how long I've had it. I'm so upset right now. Anybody else? Data Storm, you haven't seen it either? Okay, everyone, I want to recommend the movie Love Actually. It's a Christmas movie, but not like super, super Christmassy. Just go watch it. It's good. It it might make you cry. Like, it makes me cry, And but it's a good cry. It's the kind of cry you want, okay? Yes, this is homework. So before the next Magic for Normies, I want you all to go watch Love Actually. Please. And we've got a couple weeks, too. Yeah, we we do, because we're going to be off. So you've got time. Yeah. you got time. Yeah, because we still haven't figured out... um. Our, our next episode. Our next episode. But we'll let you it, it, Yeah, because this is the last one of the year. Um, Zuby is the worst. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, so I, I ruined Christmas. I'm so upset. I'm sorry. I've never seen it. I'm so upset. Please watch it. It's really good. I promise you. Um, it's not like The Queen's Gambit at all. But um, the the kid who's the little kid in Love Actually is is like an adult in The Queen's Gambit. So, But you haven't seen Love Actually. So I'm moving on. My next favorite show from the year 2020 <laughs> is Lovecraft Country. Um, this is a show that's on HBO. And if you have HBO Max, you can watch it. It's really good. It's on my list. Um, so it's kind of like a it's kind of like a sci-fi sort of show. Um, it's based off of Cthulhu stuff, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, it yeah. is. 
Um, it's good. Like, it's so good. Like, every episode, I'm like, oh I my gosh, I can't wait till the next episode. Is it like a scary show? It or is. Just... It's, a little, it's a little tiny bit scary. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, it's so good. There's a book. Is there a book? Hmm. Oh, nice. It's really, really freaking good. So I recommend y'all watch that and also watch The Queen's Gambit. Well, I just finished uh, Silicon Valley on HBO and oh. I'm still in the middle. I'm like I'm on like season five or season six of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh my God. I love it. Uh, I don't want that show to ever end. Larry is it still David, ongoing? It's yeah, it is. It's still going. Okay, because I, I saw like ten seasons of it and I thought that was it. No, but like that's just because that's the ten season the tenth season just came out like this past year. Oh okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's still going. All right, awesome. Awesome. It's good. It's good. Larry David so forever, funny. forever. Oh my god, it's please. so funny. I love it. It's so funny. Yeah. Okay, so what are your favorite shows of 2020? All right, so the first one I want to talk about was I don't know if it came out this year, but um it was one that you told me to watch and I fell in love with this documentary, uh, yes. The Last Dance. <gasps> oh, you with watched Michael it. Jordan. Yes. Oh yeah. I watched it from start to finish and it was just so freaking good. Okay, so it did not come out this year. I'm pretty sure it was like an ESPN show. Oh okay. it was like a okay. it was like a like a mini series or whatever that came yeah. out I mean several years ago, I believe. But oh, man, yeah, but I just watched it on Netflix for the first time this past year too. Man, it's good. I mean it's good. It brought back a lot of memories because you you and I were talking offline about this when you told me to watch it. Um, it was, you know, because I remember you telling me you watched a lot of Michael Jordan's games back in the day, and yeah, and I I've never really been into basketball, but when he played, that was like you had so to watch. Good. So good. You just and and then of course with Space Jam with with being a kid at the time when Space Jam came out mm-hmm. watch that movie 5 million times <laughs> and then just watching him play basketball just yeah. holy shit and yeah. watching this documentary made me appreciate not just him but the entire team know, way right? more cuz i mean it was pretty much you know him uh uh was it Scotty Pippen yep and um uh Dennis Rodman were like the three oh yeah famous ones oh heck right yeah Yeah. and that's what that's who everyone knew but yeah it but it made me really appreciate the whole team of it under like as as an older person Mm -hmm. and um as an adult yeah it it was so interesting to just like hear all of this behind the scenes stuff and I've never been like super into sports or followed any sports whatsoever but like I like basketball I don't follow it but I like it if and yeah. when I do watch it. So, yeah, it was super interesting. Hey, Dennis Storm, thank you so much for hanging out. Merry Christmas to you. I hope you yeah, have Merry a, Christmas. Hope you have a great night and a great week and a great rest of your year. So, yeah. 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 So, yeah, that was a good one. I'm glad you watched it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, I recommend it to anybody who is not just a basketball fan, but even if you're not interested, you know nothing about Michael Jordan or whatever. Um, even if you're not a basketball fan, it's just such a well-made documentary yeah. that it's, it's about people. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good for sure. So my other favorite show of this year, and yes. it's basically the show that has 
completely rekindled my entire love of Star Wars from when it first came out last year. And that's the Mandalorian season two. Yeah. Um, I love it. It's 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 exactly the kind of Star Wars we need right now. Something that's more small scale mm-hmm. that, that's happening. And it's sure. not, you know, oh, my gosh, it's, you know, the end of the world, the end of the galaxy stuff yes. happening. Yes. You know, it's it's small scaled. It, it focuses on, um, you know, smaller people mm-hmm. and all that. And yeah. it's, just, it's basically a spaghetti Western. Yeah. It, yeah. That's what it is. And that's, I, that's what I love about it. I've it, really been enjoying it, too. And I haven't I, I haven't seen the new the newest episodes. And obviously, we're not going to say spoilers on yeah. this show because this is a spoiler free show. But um, yeah, I've, I've really been enjoying it, too. And I agree with you. I like that it's like smaller scale and it's just kind yeah. of like each episode is kind of its own little thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's like and, an uh, underlying story, but it's not like the whole universe is yeah. imploding sort of thing. And and what I really like about it, that it does, and um, you, they do this in the first season, they do a little bit more in the second season without spoiling anything, is they they start to try to connect the gaps between episode six and seven in the movies. And um, it could be just a simple line, they say, or you see something in the background <laughs> that sort of shows like, okay, so this is how this happens mm. from six to seven, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and of course I would die for baby Yoda. <laughs> That's like, what Baltan just said. The child owns this show so hard. Like, yeah, of course. Yeah, the, we the, would the se- all die for baby Yoda. The season finale is tomorrow night or, oh. or tomorrow morning or something. Is it? Gosh, okay. Well, I'm going to have yeah. to like mute everything on all my social medias because I'm a you couple episodes to. behind and I don't want to see any spoilers. What, what was the last episode you saw? Um, I haven't seen the one from last week yet so i guess i've i'm only one behind so you saw the one where ahsoka tano comes the 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 dual wielding lightsaber chick yes okay she is you you know do you know about ahsoka or anything like where she comes from is she from the clone wars yeah the clone wars cartoon yeah i mean kind of but not really i'm not like a super entrenched Oh no no, and it's fine. Um, just if, if you ever get curious, like read up about Ahsoka, or even there's some there's some YouTube uh, videos that mm-hmm. go all about her too. Yeah, she is like become my favorite freaking Jedi like mm. ever. And the fact that they bring her onto this show, like fuck, it's like forget Rey, okay, forget Princess Leia, for, <laughs> forget Padme, forget all of them. Ahsoka mm-hmm. is like the best. Yeah, right? she blows them all away. Yeah, she seems really cool, for sure. And um, and she's getting her own TV show, too. Now. Oh, I saw that. Gosh, so much stuff happening next year with, with, with Disney in general. I, know, right? I mean, what the heck? How are y'all even doing this? We're still in a money. pandemic, right? Money. Okay, okay. Your parks <laughs> aren't making money, so we got to make money somehow. How? Right? Sure. Jesus. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, The Mandalorian is, I'm I'm down with that one too, for sure. Oh, that's right. Ahsoka was hated on so hard during like the season one of Clone Wars. Yeah, because they they wrote her to be pretty annoying, Mm -hmm. but she definitely grows as being a better character as the series goes on. That's cool. That's good. 
I like it. I like some growth in a character for sure. Yeah. Um, so before we get into our games, yeah. Um, we have uh, another quick little thing: goals for next year. Yes. And I came up with one, and I was just trying to think of goals for the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you already sort of came up with one, you know, for us to get a preview card. But if things get back to normal and the vaccine, you know, is all good and we all get it, whatever, yeah, you know, ha- ha- or whatever, whatever it looks like, shape up. I want us to do like an in-person Magic for Normies. Show. Yes, 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 yes. I'm totally on board with that. That would be even, so cool. Even if it's not at a Magic Fest or something, if they bring back cons or something like that, then yeah, we we tell all our normies to this is where it's happening. Yes, Normie Fest. Yes, Normie Fest. <laughs> we'll make our own as long as right? it's safe. Yes. 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 For yeah. sure. If if the pandemic's still raging on the day, it won't happen. Yeah. No. Year, but no. Mm-mm. No. I'm not. I'm not going to risk it. No. But, definitely um, not. But yeah, but, that would be an amazing goal for next year. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Because that knows? was a, our original goal for this year, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but who knew that the you know the end of the world <laughs> right. was coming. Right. Not right. me. No. We've got a little bit of hope, though. We got a little bit of hope. Yeah. I just, uh, I, I just saw. Um, so you know, I work in healthcare and all that, and some of the doctors that I work for, um, they they got the vaccine. Okay. Um, just this week. So. Wow. Yeah, it's going out. It's going out. Yeah. So we'll see. It's promising. Hope, uh, hoping for a better 2021 for sure. Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, we will see. So let's play our party games. Let's do yes. it. Yes. All right. You want to explain the first one? Uh, okay. So this first game, we've kind of done something like this before. We are going to be rating uh, Magic the Gathering character. And we've done this in the past. We rated, what do we rate? Rats? We we we've done uh rats, um vampires. Did we do vampires? Uh did we do angels? No, we didn't do angels. We did we Ooh. did goblins. Oh we did goblins, that's right. Okay, so tonight Hades. Um, yes, that's right. Tonight we are rating elves because elves are a Magic the Gathering character type. But our caveat for tonight, since this is our holiday episode, is how well these elves would be as Santa's elves in the workshop <laughs> making toys for all of the good children. So this is going to be a good one. We're rating elves yeah. on how good they would be in Santa's workshop. And I had to look at every single elf. And there are definitely a lot of elves I didn't even <laughs> know existed out there in Magic. So, And these are going to be in no particular order. Yeah, so, so we're going to rate from 1 to 10. Like 1 is your terrible elf. You would like give kids razor blades or something. And 10 is like, <laughs> 10 this is not Halloween candy, but you know what I mean. 10 yeah. is like you're the perfect Santa's elf. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you ready for me to share my screen? Yes. I got you. All right. I got you. Here we go. Wait, hold on. Oh. All right. All right. All right. I got to click it. Uh, got it. Okay. Here we go. Here. We're ready. All right. So the first one, Caller of the Claw. It is Whoa. a tuna green elf with flash. 
When this enters the battlefield, you put a 2-2 green bear creature token on the battlefield for each non-token creature put into your graveyard from the battlefield this turn. Okay, so this is an elf wearing a bear costume. Yeah. I'm terrified. I mean, I think he, I, <clears throat> I think he would give the children a lot of teddy bears that might be alive or skinned. I'm rating this elf as a number three in Santa's workshop. I can see that. I, I'd probably say a three or four. Yeah, it's kind of scary. Kids aren't going to like that. No, true. Yeah. No, Mm-mm. this is not a good Santa's elf. Oh my god! <laughs> I figured you'd love some of these, and it, you said elves. So, Karazda Guildmage, a Golgari elf shaman. Oh god! So, so, so ba- you got to remember Golgari elves in Ravnica. <clears throat> they deal with all the trash and sewage Ugh. and all that. Yeah, this thing is like down in some tree roots, like with with moss growing on its shoulders. This this elf is getting a one from me. <laughs> right a one this would just this is give terrifying kids, th- this would give kids like venereal diseases i mean look it has like it has like completely black eyes like it looks like a demon it's terrifying yeah, yeah i mean oh and it is it me or is there like part of its spirit coming out of its hands like I, right around something here? is it's glowing i don't know what this toxic yeah. waste i'm not sure yeah i i, I agree a one i hate one that for one sure. yeah sorry Elvish Doomsayer. Okay, Elvish Doomsayer is um kind of scary, but less scary than the previous elf. Ooh, yeah, okay. I, I think I think this elf would be um I think this would give kids like you know how to sacrificial kits like hey, how to summon your local crossroads demon <laughs> in order to kits. <laughs> that, that that's what it looks like to me. Like, <laughs> hey kids, this is how you you know sacrifice a goat. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be really generous and rate this one as a five. I'm going to say a three. Okay. I mean, its eyes are glowing, but they're glowing purple. So it's not super scary. It's only mildly scary. It, it you're, you're right. It's not that scary. It's just the name, the doomsayer. Sure. Right? And her posture is like, what is up, lady? E- either she's going to summon something or she's trying to front with you. <laughs> Yeah, Yo. exactly. What? What? What hey, motherfucker? Hey, kids. Welcome to Sacrifice for Normies. Oh, God. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm oh, scared. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. Eye Blight Assassin. <laughs> okay. She has just killed a goblin, and she's yeah. she's wielding a bloody knife. But if you take those things away, she looks pretty friendly just on the outside. So, um... Well, Either the artist didn't draw her eyes or her eyes are just black like that. Okay. Um, she, we're going to give her a six. What, what, what kind of toys do you think she'd give out, though? Um, like murder kits or something? Yeah. Like, like a, like a little, like a little kid's, like, um, like bow and arrow like things to like hurt other kids with they're not supposed to hurt kids but they end up do hurting kids they they they, they she gives them the equivalent of um was it from the the christmas story that red oh, rider, the red BB, rider gun? bb gun yes exactly <laughs> yeah. and the kids are all shooting their eyes out yeah <laughs> for sure so what what did you say you rate a six yes you said? a six I, 
I'd rate her about a four. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Abomination <gasps> of Lanoir one. Zombie! Yes, one. This looks like a zombie. You said elves. It's scary. Hey, Andy, thank you for sending the oh, raid thank you, over. Andy? Hey, everyone. What's up? Hey. We are raiding elves right now to see how good of a. Uh, santa elves they would be yeah um yeah we're rating magic the gathering elves on how good they would be as santa's elves i mean and an abomination of lanoir would not be good at all no santa's elf. no we're rating this one as a one that's the lowest yeah. rating you can possibly get that this would just give children nightmares i mean and i'm not a child i'm gonna have nightmares i mean look at this card it's terrifying yeah that this would give a lot of kids uh future therapy sessions that's one card with a whole factory worth of elves. The efficiency is amazing. I mean, you're not wrong, Ooh, but... That is true. That is true. That's terrifying. That's terrifying. All right. Coiling Oracle. That's an a elf? Snake, a snake elf druid. Oh, my God! <laughs> you picked all of the creepiest ones possible, didn't you? Not a, there, there's some good ones in there, Okay, I think. okay, okay. Maybe. Yeah, this is getting a one. I'm getting another one. I mean, this thing is a snake. It has a snake body. I think I liked uh, what I'm going to Marvin. I'm just going to say the Marvin part. Um, I can't pronounce the, the first part. I'm sorry, Marvin. S it's um, Svelte. Svelte? Okay. Uh -huh. All right. So what Svelte says about the Abomination of Lanaware, like how efficient it would be, <laughs> I feel like Coiling Oracle would be very efficient because it's a snake body. They'd go fast. And then, you know, uh, I mean, a, I, I say a two. Okay. Baltian says it would not have fun in the North Pole, which is valid. Like, snakes need warm oh, weather. That's true. Yeah, that's it true. would suffer. It would just suffer. Poor thing. Well, um, well Santa's magic, so he'll just... Ah, um, yeah. I, I hate it. It's getting a one. It's getting a one from me. All right, now this is a pretty one. Okay. 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 Caller of the Untamed. Okay. It's it's a pretty looking elf with yes. some awesome tigers. Yes, she looks very nice. And compared to all of our other trash elves, like wow. she's trash. Yeah, she's gonna get a nine. <laughs> she's gonna get a nine, which is the highest possible rating, just below being absolutely perfect for Santa's workshop. I I I agree with a nine. Yeah, it. She, she would bring her pet tigers. Yeah, and the tigers just as long as. You know, they're not they're hungry. Good. They're not hungry. They'll be good and not eat the regular elves. You know, Elf Carol Baskin. It's true. Elf Carol it's Baskin. true. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I didn't even think of that. Why didn't we think of Tiger King for our favorite shows of 2020? Right? I that feels like forever ago, doesn't it? it? But it wasn't. That was literally 2020. I know. It was this year. Wow. Oh my god. Crazy year. Ah. Uh all right, Boreal Druid, an elf druid. This elf, like, even looks like it has, like, ice on its shoulders. It does. Uh, it is from Ice Age or Cold Snap. Okay, um, this elf doesn't look super friendly, but it looks way better than some of the scary ones, and it kind of looks snowy, so I'm giving it an eight. Oh, I was going to give it a six. Okay, sure. But, give it a six. Go for it. 
All right, it's our next one. How could I? How could I not pick one of my favorite elves, Ayara? Ayara, hey, I love it. I, I feel like she'd be a one because she'd be like, I'm not fucking doing this. Yeah, she would straight up be like, I'm not working in Santa's workshop. But if she had to, I feel like she would not be scary and do it. No, she wouldn't do it. She'd be terrible. I'm gonna, she, she wouldn't do I'm, it at all. I'm going to give her a three. I feel like she would like fake it-ish. But end yeah, up just right. doing nothing. Like she would manipulate people in order to do to get the work, work that done. she has to. Yeah, to get her work right. done. Yeah. Yeah, she's getting a three from me. Yeah, I'd say one, but I, I I love Ayara. She she's one of my favorite commanders. I do. She's great. I do too. I love her. All right, good old Death Rite Shaman. Oh no. Okay, this one's terrifying. He's not that terrifying. Not haven't that haven't you ever seen Tarmacats? cosplay of I have, Death Rite Shaman? I have, but that doesn't look like one of Santa's elves, though. It doesn't. Um, I'm going to give it a four because I'm just trying to be nice. I feel like he he would, uh, he, what he would probably do is probably give a lot of kids, like, calcium pills or vitamin D or, like, milk. You know, make their bones strong and then, like, yeah. rip, rip the skeletons out of them. Okay. To, to, to use them. Because, because look, he's surrounded by, like, bones and stuff. Oh, my gosh. It's true. But, like, wow. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's pretty dark. So, yeah. I'd say about a two. Okay. I'm, I'm going to. I'm <laughs> so, be, before we go on to the next one, um, yeah. I think we've confirmed that Magic the Gathering elves would not be good Santa elves. Yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> Oh god! Oh god! I didn't even realize half of these were elves. I know, right? I forgot. This is terrifying. Okay, I'm giving it a two. Wow, why a two? I'd give it a one. I mean, I'm just like, it's it's scary, but not like the most scary elf that I've seen. So that's why I'm giving it a two. Well, with it being a lich. It would just yeah, um, gosh. Probably what it would do is probably give some of its own essence to kids, so they can have <gasps> their own like um. No, and, and the reason why is because liches have phylacteries, so mm. that if their like physical body dies, they're like they can still live through their phylacteries. So mm-hmm. sort sort of like uh, what was it the Harry Potter um, Horcrux? Yeah, right? mm-hmm. that's just what he would give the kids, so he'd never you know actually die. Oh my gosh! Okay, that's that's dark. Ter- ter- terrible present. Yeah, it would be, this is a bad present. <gasps> now, this is an elf I love. I know. I hate it. But <laughs> it's this, so good. Is this a good elf in Santa's workshop? Maybe. Honestly, no, it's poison. Um, he, he would, or I, I don't know if it's a he or she or what it, what yeah, it is, but know. they would um, probably just give poison kits to children i'm gonna give this one a six i i think i'd agree with that a six sounds good yeah yeah i i think i mean if they had to be good i think they would do okay they would just have to probably kill some of the other elves to get that itch oh okay yeah maybe to to get that killer itch out of their (sighs) system the murderous murderous itch. The, 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 the murderous itch yeah sure 
Oh, right, no. Next one is Twin Blade Assassins. Oh, God. Elf Assassins. I don't think they would do well in Santa's Workshop. Um, gosh, we're going to go with a three. I was going to say two because I feel like I feel like they would get bored and they wouldn't yeah. do a very good job. They, they'd probably end up just sneaking off yeah, somewhere. And, and start something, start some drama. Yeah. yeah, for sure. You're right. Like, oh, no, the head elf is suddenly dead. Oh, no. <gasps> suddenly dead. <laughs> yeah. Oops. What happened? All right. Lanawar tribe. Oh, gosh. Um. Okay. These elves feel like they're real goody-goody, honestly, and they might try really hard to do well, so they might yeah. actually be really good. So I'm just going to give them an eight. Yeah, I agree with that. An eight. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they all seem like... First of all, they all work together. Yeah. They add three mana to your mana pool. Oh, heck yeah. And they're like, hey, we're going to get this job done. Yes. Boom. Yes. We're going to make these toys for these children. And it's done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel that. Excellent. Azuri Claw of Progress. One. <laughs> Easy one. Easy one. That's the scariest elf I've ever seen. Scarier than the Abomination of War? No, no. Not scarier than that one. Yeah, this one, um, I agree with a one, maybe a two. Um, I just feel like, because he kind of looks like he's all mechanical and stuff. Yeah, that's so, terrifying. So maybe he'd make, like, some robot death toys But look something. at his teeth! Yeah, I mean... No, just, he's getting a one. That's too scary. I mean, that that's life for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> Growth Shaver Guardian. One, one, one. Elf Crab Warrior. Oh and my now, god. Don't, don't dismiss him as a one right away because those crab hands could be very useful. Oh, Azuria's Phyrexian? How am I supposed to know that, Baltan Jesus? He's still an elf. Yeah. Come on, it's an elf crab. He those two hands could be really useful for holding up stuff as he's building toys. I'm giving him a five. Crab hands are not useful. Come on. They're um, just big claws. If you need to pick up something, it's perfect for it. Like, what if he's got to pick up, you know, I don't know, something, and he doesn't no. look evil. He's got a five. You're giving he, him a one. How he does look he? evil. He's getting a one. Thanks, <sighs> you would know. I do not have crab hands. All right, we got... Prime Speaker Vanifar, the Elf Ooze Wizard. I'd give her about a six, <laughs> only because I feel like she'd ooze everywhere all over the toys. Probably. Um, I'm going to go with a seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chat's saying, why are you hating on crab hands? Come on. They're just not super useful. They're not as good as five fingers. It's not to manipulate stuff. It's to hold stuff. I I just I don't see how that's very helpful. Sorry. Fine. So you said a seven for this yeah. one? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean she's getting a higher mark just because she's not scary looking. And all the other elves are. I feel like she would just make a mess of all the toys because of her hands and all that. They just <laughs> get slime all over them. I mean, yeah, possibly. Well, <laughs> crab hands are not useful. You'll eat your words when he helps you with freeing your bike after you lose your bike, Lockie. <laughs> oh, oh, it's true. 
That's true. Oh man, crab hands have all the important opposable thumbs. Oh. <laughs> oh man, you've angered the chat over there. I'm sorry, Baltan. <laughs> oh my god. Right, deranged hermit. <gasps> oh, oh gosh. I mean, with all the squirrels. Three. A three? Yeah. I mean, her squirrels could do stuff, right? Yeah, I'd give it about a four. The only thing I'd be worried about, though, would be all the squirrel droppings that would get in the presents. Yeah, and I'm concerned whether or not she has clothes on. Is this a she or is, I don't know. They. No I don't idea. know. Yeah, I guess I really don't know. Yeah, they. Um, yeah, the lack of clothes would be disturbing and be. Yeah, very I don't know how that would north. be accepted in Santa's workshop. Yeah, Santa would be like, uh-uh. Sorry. Yeah. You got put on clothes. Yeah. Um, and your squirrels, that's against OSHA regulations. Yeah. Little, little, <laughs> little shit eaters running around. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> they, squirrels eat shit. Come on. Well, they, they'd get into all the nuts. Like, well, like. Sure. Um, how many more do I have? Okay. Yeah. We still got more. We got Tolsimir, friend of wolves. Oh, I he's think, an elf? Yeah. I think uh -huh. he'd do well. He's kind of got yeah. that Legolas vibe. Oh, sure. He do. He would do really well. He's going to get an eight. I'd give him about a seven. And the only reason I, I rank lower than you is because I feel like he would have a problem with taking too many vanity breaks. Oh, and what I mean think? by that is he would have to constantly go to the bathroom and just look at himself. Oh. Like, I am so dashing. You think he's am... in love with himself? Yes. Oh, gotcha. Well, and plus you'd have to worry about the wolf, too, that, like accidentally eating an elf. Yeah, for sure. That thing looks mean. Because, yeah, look, because whenever a wolf enters the battlefield under your control, that creature fights up to one target creature don't control. So the, the, yep. those are elves yep. right there. Could be bad. Real bad. Now, I feel like, to me, oh this would be gosh. almost a 10. Yeah, this the, is the, definitely getting a 10. Because this is the perfect elf. She's already got a reindeer. Yep. It, it, this is the perfect Santa's elf. I mean, it's yeah. called Spring Mantle Cleric, but like we're thinking about this in Santa's workshop, and she's just perfect. Yeah. Yeah. She's number one elf right here. Oh, and that's the last one, too. Save number one elf. Life. Number one elf is last one. Yeah, that's it. She's perfect. She's Spring Mantle Cleric. At least we had one good one. Yeah. Hey, yeah. we had the, the other one with the tigers that was good. She was decent, yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, there were I, I I when I was looking through all the elves, there was way too many that looked the same essentially. Yeah. So I tried to find a lot of them that had you know different art styles and well, all of them. You succeeded. You found <laughs> them. They they were different. That's <laughs> for sure. I'm glad you enjoyed, especially the abomination there. of Lanawar. Your reaction. I was waiting for that. That was terrifying. <laughs> Oh, there were it. so many like super scary elves, honestly. Right. Yeah. So that was a fun game. Yeah, that, that was, was fun. fun. We've got one last thing though. We do. Tell us and about it. So there was a little Twitter thread going around about um make yourself into a Magic the Gathering card. Mm -hmm. And um we both kind of did that. Uh, some people may have already seen my card yeah. already, so I don't mind going first so you sure. can be so you can sort of surprise us all. Yeah, sure. Um, so let me share my screen again. So this is kind of like 
each of us if yeah. we were made into a magic card based on like our play style. Yep. Yeah. So like I said, uh am I showing up on the Um, hold on. How do I make this big? Oh got it. Here we go. Oh this is you in a magic card. Alright, so if you follow me on Twitter, you've already seen this. So I made uh and this art, by the way, was made by the lovely Colin O'Clock. It's so good. Um, super awesome. Um it's so I made the card Power Word Zuby based off a sort of a playoff of D D. Um uh-huh. and I cost two and then three blue. I'm an instant. I have split second, so you can't counter this or anything. Oof. Um Counter target spell, activated ability, or triggered ability. Mana, mana abilities can't be targeted. Mm. And so the Oof. perfect counter spell that cannot be countered. Wow. That's gross. And so, and I love the flavor text here. Yes. Uh, so the flavor text <laughs> is, some say that Zuby should have allied himself with Grand Arbiter Augustine the Fourth, but ah. others know the misery it would cause. Ah. And this was said... By the great Baltan of Mercadia. I love it. That is so good. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's um the flavor text just really puts it over the top. It's kind yes. of expensive to cast though. I well, I feel like with the split second and the instant being, it I feel like yeah. that's appropriately cost at five mana. Gotcha. Um, if gotcha. it was four mana, it'd be a little bit too good. Yes, in my way opinion. too good. Oh, gosh. Because with split second, that means no one could put anything else on the stack. Oh, Like, they can't okay. even respond to this at all. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Are there so, actually cards like that? Yes, Cross and Grip is probably the most popular one played. Wow. That, that destroys target artifact or enchantment. Wow, cool. Crazy. I figured you didn't like Mercadia, uh, Baltan. That's why I put you there. Boom. <gasps> Oh, dang. <laughs> Zuby card should be a creature that when it dies should tutor for Grand Arbiter. This is a major flavor fail. See, that would have been too easy to do, you know, but, you know, I, I, I had to think outside the box here a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So let me show you mine. All right. Let me stop sharing. Okay. Okay. Here's mine. <clears throat> You're going to have to watch the stream to see it, Zuby. Yeah, I, I figured. Okay, so <laughs> I'm not good at making magic cards, so I did my best. Okay, so mine is a legendary creature. It is called Spiteful Cat Whisperer. So it costs two colorless, a black and a red. Um, It is a legendary creature, Human Witch. I mean, of course, I should have made a vampire, but, like, I made it actually like me, a human? Yeah. Okay, so it costs X, uh, a black or red, and a black or red. Pay X life. Sacrifice X other creatures. Each opponent sacrifices X creatures and or enchantments. Oh, gross. Whenever a creature is sacrificed... Create a 1-1 black cat creature token. Oh, that would be gross. So even if you never did the pay the mana, 
into it like like you know yeah. you do the first ability and you just yeah. relied on the sack ability oh that is you go infinite on that essentially it's so good right oh can you because it's whenever a creature is sacrificed it's just going to keep creating another token well you do have to have mana to do it no well, no no i just mean the second part whenever a creature is sacrificed you create a one one black cat creature token yeah or, or is that part of the the paying ability no it's not it's separate okay oh my gosh that'd be great yeah um, it's so good right i'd play it oh heck yeah oh heck yeah yeah and uh tizar or tizarl or tizari um says in chat i love the book title a list yeah. of everyone who ever used Omnath against me. <laughs> See how spiteful I am? I am very spiteful. I love oh it. man, I created an infinite loop. Oh dang. Well, the, I, the way to fix it would be whenever a non-token creature is sacrificed. Oh, gotcha. Great. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, so so even if so even if it was just whenever a non-token creature is sacrificed, it's still good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotcha. So I didn't make flavor text for mine. So I need um, somebody in chat to make me some flavor text. Yeah, what would be some good flavor text? Spiteful cat whisperer. Yeah, so Ooh. I can I can fix this and make it um, non-token. That makes sense because I mean most things say most things trigger whenever. Yeah. I mean a lot of things trigger whenever a non-token creature something happens yep. to them. So that's pretty normal, anyways. Oh no, flavor text. Um. Oh no. We'll have to think on it. And yeah, I'm, I'm can, trying to think of something. We um, can discuss it in in Discord as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my card. I love it. I love it. It's good, right? I know. I used to really love Orzov, but like I am so into Rakdos now. Like hardcore. Yeah. 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 I, I, I've been. I mean, I still have blue, but I've been um starting to dip myself more into like Sultai and stuff. Yeah, and, and even I've been dipping myself more into black too. Like mono black has been. I love it. I I love that Ayara deck. It it was it's just been so fun. Yeah, that is fun. Um, Baltan, I think it could be a quote from me or someone else, right? Yeah, yeah. For the flavor text, yeah. There's Daisy. She's come to join us. Hi, hi, Daisy. Oh, too bad my cat's not around. They could see each other. That would probably not end well. Uh, I mean, she's she she's she's a scaredy cat though. Prim Prim is a scaredy cat. Well, so is Daisy. Let's be honest. <laughs> I think that's maybe all cats secretly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I think that's it for our episode. We've talked yeah, we about a lot of stuff two hours. Yeah, holy crap. Yeah, we have been going on and on. Um, but yeah, oh, we we had a really great holiday episode. It was fun. I had fun. Yeah, our last episode of the year. So I know we, we talked about a lot of stuff, but we'll definitely be back next year. It's not yes. our last episode. Yes. Ever. Oops. Yeah. Hold on. And we will make sure we let people know, obviously, the date of when we're coming back to. Yes, we. Um, we will be back on a regular every other Thursday night schedule. Um, just the holidays, you know, things yeah. get things get a little bit flopped around. That sort of thing happens. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Thank you so much, everyone, for hanging out tonight. As always, we just we love you all. 
Um, no, there's not going to be a New Year's Eve stream like there was last year, uh, Efren. Um, I think it's due to you couldn't do it. Yes, I cannot. And um, I can't remember if I'm doing something that night. I might yes. be. So. Yeah. La- last year we did do a New Year's Eve, a special New Year's Eve stream. But yeah, I, I can't do one this year. So unfortunately... That will not be happening. But yeah. we will be back after the first of the year with our regular Magic for Normies as usual. Yep. Yeah. So um, let's do. Let's send a raid over to somebody and see who is streaming. Um, who is streaming? It looks like Commander Social is streaming. Do y'all want to go see some Commander? Yes. Let's go visit uh, Ryan and Zach. Let's do that. Yes, we can go say hi to them. Um, yeah, have a great night, everybody. Have a really great holiday. Um, stay safe and stay healthy. And we will see you again soon, friends. Yay. Bye. And if we don't see you, have a good holiday. Bye. Yes, bye.